0: You're listening to Heating Up the
1: UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast, bringing you the best heat media guests every single week. Here's your host, Dan Healy, brought to
0: you by At The Miami Heat UK Social Media Network. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Heating Up the UK a Miami Heat UK based podcast. I am your host, Dan Healy. Before we come on to today's episode, you've probably seen on our feed through Twitter over the last few days that we have started to release some of the new features that we are going to be pumping out through the off season and into next season. Uh, the main one being, of course, people know that are all about our live pre-game pre-game streaming show that we do each and every game day, on our YouTube channel, Miami Hit UK TV. That is game day from the UK. And if you've seen our hype vid that we released a few days ago, you will see that we have added three new members to our growing cast. We now have seven of us that are going to be doing this. Um, Won't be all seven of us on every one, I'm sure, but it gives us the availability to get that game day from the uk live streaming show out every single miami heat game day and that's going to be a lot of fun there's going to be more production there's going to be more fun there's going to be more fan interaction so get involved please if you haven't already done so just go over to youtube and subscribe to miami heat uk tv lots more to come from that keep an eye on our twitter feed but today onto today's episode and i'm delighted to welcome the director of digital operations at the miami heat it's cedric brown cedric how are you sir
0: I, I'm doing great, Dan, and uh, thank you so much for having me um, on the pod. I, I just I want to give a shout out to you. I want to give a shout out to, to all of Heat Nation um, over on the other side of, of the Atlantic. You all are, are very loud and very proud, and we love engaging with you all. We love the support that you all give us, um, and and you all are, are literally incredible. So, so thank you for everything.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh, well, what a, what starts the show? Feeling the love—that's great stuff. This is going to be a really fun episode because you—you're um, sort of be one of the guys, at least behind the tweets, at least. So all the stuff that comes out of the account, you're mainly one of you. You and another guy, I think, are responsible for this. Is this right?
0: That is correct. Um, and and uh, yeah, I, I usually um, do a pretty good job of of hiding my identity um, when it comes to. <laughs> Being, being uh, one of the, the few behind the social media, the Miami Heat, but, um, you know, once you, you hit me up and you gave me the opportunity to join, I said, why not? So, uh, awesome. yes, I am. I am one of a very small group who we like to say um, has the keys to the Miami Heat account. Yes. Um, and so it is it's a very it's a very fun job. And, and like I said, we love to engage with you all, um, yeah. you know, and, and just take in everything you guys say to us.
1: Well, this is it. It's, it's, I mean, it just seems like when you think tweeting out to millions of people, millions of fans, Miami Heat fans, you just think what what a cool job. And we're going to get into it in a minute. But first of all, let's get into sort of your background. How did you how did you sort of get involved in this job? How did you how did it all start for you? Because it just seems like for me, I was just talking just briefly with you uh, before we come on there. You're sort of you, you know, especially pre-pandemic, you you work, you spend more time at the arena. You said really than you do it at your own apartment, which is just incredible. It just seems like the absolute dream job. And um, we'll get into a bit of it in a minute, but how did this all start for you? How did this career get rolling?
0: Well, I will say it has been a dream. Um, and every day uh, it just gets more and more exciting. I, I, I'll say that I got incredibly lucky. Um, I was I was hired by the team um, back in early 2012. So I'm approaching um, my 10 year anniversary here with the Miami Heat. Wow. Um, before that I worked um, at ESPN um, in Bristol, Connecticut, I was a production assistant, um, you know, clipping and highlight videos and writing scripts for anchors on shows like SportsCenter and, and NBA Tonight and things like that. And, and um, you know, that was around the time when social media was just now, uh, it was just taking off back then. And so, uh, you know, the, the team had, a, had an opening for, um, at the time, a social media coordinator. Um, and back then it was just, uh, you know, you, 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 have your phone, uh, take a couple pictures, tweet them. Uh, you had Facebook, Instagram was like just now starting to, to pop off. Um, and so obviously social media and digital content is light years, um, ahead of what it used to be. And so my career path with the heat kind of has gone along with, um, the growth of social media and and that's been incredibly fun and and so now i've gotten to the point to where i oversee all of our digital um programs and and that includes you know heat.com and and uh, ftxarena.com and all of our our different websites i oversee the mobile app which i hope everybody here listening uh has uh, the miami heat app downloaded your notifications turned on um, and then of course, all of our social media, um, and, and for us, it's more than just at Miami heat, it's, it's all of our retail at Miami heat store. where You can find all those, uh, cool deals, um, you know, on, on merchandise and jerseys and all that good stuff and at FTX arena and, and the list goes on and on. So, um, you know, we, we cover all of, of social media, um, pretty extensively
1: yeah fantastic and i just think when you think yeah you know you've got your facebook's and your twitter and of course instagram and so on but yeah the miami heat obviously heat.com incredible website we'll come to that in a minute and obviously you've got yeah the app and we've got tiktok now and we've got all these yeah. other what else am i missing is there any other anything else that we've uh, of these platforms that we're we're involved in that i maybe don't know about because i'm pretty new to tiktok i've only just sort of signed up to that but is there anything else i'm missing
0: Listen, I'm um, gonna tell you, I'm pretty sure we're missing something because it's so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, like you say, we're we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're we're on it. We have an account, and and like you, I am um, kind of new to TikTok as well. Um, I would say I'm an, I'm a little I'm an older generation social yes. media user, so it's taken a, a bit of time for me to adjust to TikTok. But we have some awesome people um on our team who manage uh our tiktok account and are responsible for that that awesome content that you see there
1: yeah great stuff and just coming onto to the website because um obviously brilliant you can we've got everything there as you would expect you've got your your game day information you've got your tickets you've got your heat merch you've got obviously everything that's going on highlights news everything there must be a huge operation to keep up to date is there anything sort of in terms of anything new as an initiative we obviously saw last season that um, sort of all through throughout the season, almost we had the whole um, Black Lives Matter initiative that took over the website where the whole website went sort of black and white, which was a really, really poignant, good, uh, sort of vibrant, like a really sort of successful, what I thought, message to put across the way the Heat handled the whole thing and through their support behind it. Is there anything at the moment that's that there's an area that's being worked on the Heat, or is it at the moment it's off season stuff? So it's just a matter of keeping fans up to date.
0: Uh, like you said, right now we're uh, we're keeping fans up to date. I, I will say that uh, the organization as a whole, not just us in digital, we do a great job of adjusting with the world. So uh, like like you mentioned, um, you know, last year we we took over the site. It was black and white, and we had our our Black Lives Matter initiative, which we are, um, you know, are, as an organization, we have a very firm stance when it comes to inclusion. Um, and other situations like that. So, um, you know, if something happens, we are going to, uh, you know, always give our, our full support when it's needed. Um, and it'll reflect across our digital, our digital platform. So, uh, you know, whatever happens, we'll be ready. But right now we're just kind of, we just wrapped up summer league, we we're on the other side of free agency. And so we're getting everybody Ready for the season. Um, I I will say that we have uh, we will have a lot of fun content um, for you all. We won't let you down. Uh, I I won't go too deep into those details right now, but uh, but just uh, everybody who's listening, just stay tuned.
1: Great stuff. So um, so obviously this operation is, as you would expect from uh, one of the most famous sports organizations in the world. How many many people in, in terms of staff members are behind this sort of digital operations team?
0: Wow, wow, that's a, that's a bit of a loaded question. I would say, you know, um, if, if you look at our content, um, it is so, um, it, we're, we're very particular with what we post. And so uh, because of that, there are a lot of hands on deck. Um, I, I'll say our social team, um, wow. Our, well, our digital team, We we have about, um, nine or ten that stretch across social uh, mm-hmm. the mobile app and, and heat.com but um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that there are probably I mean in in the the 50s um, wow. of the amount of people who uh, contribute to our content when it comes to you know shooting photos and shooting videos and editing and ideating and writing and all that um, you know it's it's a full we have the full support of our marketing department and uh, just about everybody touches our content, um, in some way before it goes yeah. live to, yeah. to you all.
1: Wow. That's incredible. What a, that's an amazing operation that is. So let's just go into a little bit, a little bit deep into, uh, sort of how your general day would look. And I know, again, that's probably quite a loaded question because there must be every day is something new and there's always something to be doing on one of the platforms and creating some content and so on. Um, but I know at the moment you're spending a bit of time at the arena, a bit of time working from home in these strange times that we're in. But pre-pandemic, you as you said, you would just be at the arena every single day. What a place to work, what a place to work. Um, so look, what, what would be sort of the the general day in, in the world of Cedric Brown?
0: Well, um, you nailed it right there in the beginning. Uh, the, one of, one of the, the best parts about this job is that no two days are mm-hmm. the same. Um, and, and you never know um, what you're going to walk into um, when, you're, when you're in the situation that we're in, which is awesome. So, um, you know, a, a typical day, um, it, it kind of differs between a, a game day or a non-game day. But you know, more than anything, there are there are certain things that you can plan for, like if it comes to an initiative to, to pushing all star voting or um, you know another tent pole event that's coming up. But but a lot of the stuff we do is very reactionary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very uh, focused on the way the team is performing at the time and and the content we can get from what's happening on the court and 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 you know even on top of that a lot of our content comes from what you all are talking about in our mentions uh you know we are very 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 i don't know if people believe it when we say it i don't know if they know it but um we we definitely read the mentions and we read the comments uh Mm -hmm. the good and the bad and so um we we do our best to to stay engaged in those conversations and and give you out what you want so like I say, uh, a Monday is always going to look a lot different than a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Thursday.
1: That's that's so cool. And I love the fact that you say, yeah, we read the mentions. And in fact, one of my favorite tweets coming out of this summer uh, was when we announced uh, Omer Yurtsevan. And you're actually, you guys sort of put that out. as, Don't worry, we've read the comments. We know how much you wanted this guy and now he's now he's signed. So that was really cool. I liked that little spin on things. Um, so just yeah. being, one of the, being one of the guys sort of behind the uh, the keys, if you like, to, to the Miami Heat. Um, when it gets to like a uh, a big, you know, this is going to be a big tweet. Like, it might be like a confirming a signing or or something like that. Um, so, so those sort of levels where it's it's either an extension to a contract or a new player coming in. When you're getting that ready, do you ever do you still, do you get nervous? Do you feel the excitement ready to go, or has the, what's the sort of overwhelming feeling? Because you just feel like you know this is about to make make a lot of people's days, and uh, and that that must be some sort of um like unusual sort of self-importance maybe even it's quite incredible right
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's definitely an exciting thing um for us I I don't know about um being nervous anymore just gonna say <laughs> that I've, I've done this for a while but it's definitely exciting um when we know that we have uh, a piece of gold that you all are gonna enjoy yeah. um and and so uh you know we like to see how you all react to it. And and like you said, you know, we we know when we have um, that one post that's going to go up and it's going to it's going to explode. So we get very excited about it, Um, you know, and sometimes I'll say that uh, some of our best work goes unnoticed um so you know sometimes mm. you have that that emotional roller coaster right this is going to be awesome we're going to post it and maybe um a game doesn't work out like you know our our, our winning memes that that we become yeah, love known for um <laughs> we have a, we have a pretty deep vault of of memes that um you know weren't being weren't able to be used uh, so they may resurface at some point but mm. yeah it's, it's just very exciting to know that um we're gonna drop something that people will enjoy
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, while I've got you on that, before we come over to your thoughts on this new team, sort of last question, really, while I've got you on that, where you think, you know, this is is about to be a tweet that people are going to enjoy. I'm going to sort of push my luck here a little bit and and maybe ask for a couple of sort of exclusives here. And you can answer this however you want. You can confirm, you can just deny flat out, or you can very subtly no comment here, which is sort of maybe the way I'm expecting this to go. But we'll see. We'll see. Here we go. Um, Cedric. We have seen over the last couple of years um, the most incredible collection of Vice City Edition jerseys uh, that we've seen. I think the best, I think, I don't think it's unreasonable. It's not biased. It's not being a homer to say that they were the best collection of jerseys the NBA has ever seen. I've had people say that to me from all across fan bases. Incredible job. And we've seen uh, the trophy gold, which I was very, very lucky to get one of the exclusive so I got myself a Chris Silver, one of those, just because it was literally one of the last ones to go. But I'm so proud to have got one of them. Another great addition to the City Edition jerseys. And we've seen recently leaked across social media uh, this new style where it seems to be like uh, the Miami is made up across different sections of past jerseys. Personally, I think, again, they're awesome. Mixed reviews may be online, but a lot of people are like this and then they actually see them and they love them. First of all, let me ask you. Let's see if I can get an exclusive. Are these leaked images? Are they legit?
0: Um, I'll say that, uh, like I mentioned um, a couple minutes ago, that we we read the mentions, and so um, we, as as your digital team, we've seen. Um, the same leaks that that you are referring to. Yep. And um, I have no idea where those leaks came from. I'll say that okay. uh, I, I have no comment on um, <laughs> what the team will be wearing next year. Um, I I will say that when I know you all will know because that means I'll be able to post it officially. So yeah, awesome. um, yeah, I, I got no comment there. And we definitely appreciate the love on the Vice jerseys. Uh, that was a very fun um, four seasons, five jerseys. Um, yeah, the you best. Know, it was just an incredible story to tell. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that you all enjoyed them and, and the fan base. And, and they were every year they were, they were the top selling jerseys uh, in yeah. the NBA. So um, we're very proud of that at the um, heat and, and i'm glad you all loved them man. Yeah. and we hope whatever um you know we come out with uh not this year but next year and the year after next in the coming years that you all love those just as much
1: oh definitely i mean um i mean i'm a i'm a literally i'm a miami heat f- uh, merch fanatic my three quarters of my wardrobe is all heat stuff. It's just I, I can't get enough of it. But those those vice jerseys, what an incredible job you all did. Not only on just the, the, the making us look ridiculously good in them. So cool, but the promos behind them, even last year's I mean last year's vice versa one with the uh with the uh, weekend's um, sort of theme behind it, uh, j- just all the way through it, the vice nights with the rain and you know uh, the vice wave out on out on the uh, the, the cults there in those incredible colours, uh, just the whole thing um, brilliant. I cannot tip my hat enough out to you all guys. Done an amazing job, so well done with that. Um, one other thing I'm going to ask you, I'm going to push my luck here, Cedric, is um, we have seen obviously some new players arrive, which we're going to come on to in a second. Probably top of that list, the most sort of notable was, of course, Mr. Carl Lowry, and he's the only player that we are yet to have a confirmed number for his jersey. Now, we know that he wore number seven out in Toronto. We know that seven has just been vacated from uh, Goran Dragic. Um, what do we think here, Cedric? Can we get an answer? Is Goran going to wear the Dragons' number? Yes or no? Or no comment?
0: I, I'll, I'll have a similar response. If I had to answer right now, I would. Sh- I would share it. Um, okay. I do not know um, what number Kyle is going to wear, um, but but like I said, same with the jerseys. As soon as I know, as soon as I have a confirmation on that number, you all will know because again, that means we're able um, to post it. So um, I. I'm not saying it hasn't been decided yet. I'm just saying that I don't know. I okay. honestly have no idea um, what number has been selected there. And once that information gets passed to us, trust me, Heat Nation listening out there, um, you all will be the first to know.
1: Awesome stuff. So to be confirmed on both, very good, very good. Right, Cedric, let's get on to uh, to this team. Um, First of all, do you, I mean, obviously you're one of the guys behind the account. Do you, do you get to the games? Do you get to go to them? Or are you sort of, are you one of the ones that are live tweeted for the games or is that somebody else? What, what's the sort of story there?
0: Um, so, uh, like I said, I, I've, I've been around for a while. Um, I would say uh, the first uh, seven and a half years or so, um live tweeting the games was was uh all me pretty much in case there was unless there was an emergency and I wasn't able to make a game so um home games away games um I was at every single one traveling with the team and all that fun stuff so I got to witness a lot be a part of a lot Uh, that was very fun um and you know the last couple years as as my job um, began, uh, my job responsibilities list began to grow and our department began to grow. Um, we divide, um, that work up a little bit. And so, um, it's, it's me and a couple others who have the keys to the account. Um, like we like to say, but still, yeah, I'm, I'm at, um, every single game, uh, every home game inside FTX arena. I'm there, um, occasional travel now, Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, I've I've been a part of every every Miami Heat moment we've had over the last decade.
1: Man, Man. so cool. So actually, let's let's what well, that? That's led me on quite nicely. Let's talk about that. So there for every sort of game, home game especially the journeys you've been through. Obviously, part of the the championship winning teams. I mean, they got to be. I'm sure you've got hundreds of incredible memories, but what would be if there was to be one that you could single out? And I've asked this to a few guys I've spoke to, you know, I've been very lucky on this podcast to speak to people like Eric Reed and Jason Jackson, et cetera. And I've asked them that. And they've all said, you know, you can't take away that, that first championship feeling. That's got to go to number one, but what are your thoughts? Would you echo that being part of that uh, sort of experience or is there anything else that jumps out immediately?
0: You know what? Um, Excuse me, I would echo that, but that answer is too easy. I want to give you something <laughs> better than that. I feel like everybody would say, uh, you know, the championships. I mean, obviously, it was great being there for, for Ray Allen shot in game six. It was yeah. uh, it was great to be there, um, you know, beating the Thunder in five and, and everything that came with that. But for me, I would say uh, my, my favorite moment that I got to witness in person. I have a pretty long list, but I'd say at the top, that's a non- championship non-finals moment was um, back um, in Boston when um, LeBron dunked on Jason Terry. Um, you know, <laughs> Being there for that, it was just a perfect storm. It was, it was who he dunked on. It was the team. Obviously, we had the rivalry. Um, we'll have, still have the rivalry with the Celtics. It was being in Boston. Um, that game was during the streak. Um, It was a game that we came back to win. That moment was incredible. And I I just remember being there for that. And honestly, if anybody um, has the time to look back um, at our Twitter feed for that game, there is no mention of the dunk because I was in such shock when it happened. I'm not even kidding you. I was in that the press box at TD guard and like from where I was because, uh, they had me way up top in the press box. You could just see the play developing. And I just knew what was about to happen when, um, you know, the ball was stolen and and Norris threw up the live. Like I just knew what was about to happen. And I was just in such shock. And I I couldn't even type anything. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't yell, obviously, because I'm the only um, heat guy in, in the TD garden press box, but that was just, that was an incredible moment. that I'll never forget. That's probably, um, one of my favorite non-championship heat moments uh, that is awesome. that I've witnessed.
1: Love that. I just love the fact that it's it's your favorite non-championship moment, which is obviously fair enough to say, and yet there's no sort of history of it going through the, the Twitter feed yeah. because yeah, you now just we, couldn't do anything about it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Now, we've obviously gone back and we've created so much content surrounding that moment, but, like, right there in that very second during the game, I, I just I curls I, I couldn't say anything I couldn't type anything I was just in shock at what I had just witnessed that was just one of the the most insane dunks I've ever seen and and it was it was great it was a great moment.
1: That's that's brilliant. Okay, let's bring it up to modern times a bit. Um obviously we've seen a bit of movement this season been a busy off season. Um as we sort of maybe expected uh, yeah. But the sort of worst kept secret was that Cole Lowry was going to maybe be a Miami Heat player. And of course, that did come to fruition. Um, personally, I am absolutely delighted about this. I think that it is exactly, exactly what this team needs. A true point guard that can run some offense shoots, ball handle, will get Bam involved a lot more. Um, Jimmy's best friend, etc. I think this ticks every single box. Um, your thoughts on this, Carl uh, Lowry, before we get on to the other two? Um, Carl Larry on in a Heat uniform is nothing but good news, surely, right?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's very exciting to have him on board. I think whenever you can um, uh, bring in a player who who has a championship background, um, you know, a, a multi All Star and all that good stuff. I mean, that that that's a good thing from any standpoint, um, you know. And so to have him, uh, PJ coming in, and and uh, Heath, that was another signing. And mm-hmm. It was just a very active free agency, um, you know, with the new guys and the guys that were re-signed. So um, I think, you know, right along with with the rest of Heat Nation, I'm very excited to see this team um, get on the floor. And and I think everybody wants to, you know, kind of get the bad taste out of our mouths of how last season ended. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm I'm just excited to see these guys uh, gel together and play and and see what comes of it.
1: Yeah, it seems like a team now really of sort of, Jimmy Butler slash Eric Spolstra, sort of those dogged, you know, fighters, those guys that are hungry, that maybe have been written off before, and they got they got a bit between their teeth. It, it seems like it's moulded for for Jimmy Butler's years, which I think was always the plan. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, also another key sort of thing here is that we've 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 got three mm. champions now that have just joined the roster in Kyle Markeith and uh, and PJ. So this seems like a really this is going to be a tough team to beat, isn't it?
0: Well, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you never know um, what can happen in this league. Things can turn um, so quickly, um, you know, but but I think everybody is comfortable, um, you know, with the moves that we made this offseason. And, and and like I said, you never um, – I don't think anybody um, in the fan base and in, in the organization, from the players to to us um, on the business side, I don't think anybody's happy with, you know, uh, how last season ended. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, we, y- you can only hope uh, to rebound, uh, you know, like, um, yeah. you know, Pat Riley has a lot of quotes about winning and losing and how you can be on um, either side of that. And, and you know, so yeah. um, we're, we're about 50 something days away from, you know, jump ball of, of game one. and Hell yeah. We're fighting to see.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a good. It's going to be fun. I'm really, really looking forward to it. As I said, there's a there was a bit of a disappointment to the way it ended last year. Um, you know, the, we, the, the the side of the draw we ended up didn't really favour us. We had a lot of problems with with injuries and so on, and, you know, uh, COVID issues, etc. like a lot of teams did. So it's no excuse, but it's all about the bounce back now. And I'm I'm personally delighted not only about who we bought in, but as you sort of highlighted there, who we've kept as well. I mean, keeping Duncan Robinson, I think, was absolutely monstrous for us. Um, I'm very happy with that, as well as the money that he's earning now. That contract, I think, shows value. Um, just one question on um, two other guys here that um, obviously are on the team, but in my opinion, they're going to have a really important year. And first of all is Tyler Harrow. The second is Gabe Vincent. I think that these two guys, we're going to need these points because the bench depth is good. Maybe from my only point of view, the scoring depth maybe could be an issue, especially if we maybe get an injury to say Cole Lowry, et cetera. But uh, Tyler and Gabe Vincent, I'm really excited to see what they're going to produce this year. And I think that they're going to get their chances.
0: I, I agree with you completely. I'm excited to see those guys play too. And I think, you know, um, one one thing that's going to benefit the both of them is that they've had very productive um, off seasons um, in terms of connections to their respective Olympic teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler, as everybody knows, he was on the uh, uh, Team USA select team, which was coached by yep. um, Coach Folster, and they went up against um, you know the actual Team USA, who went on and went gold. Um, they they practiced them and scrimmage those guys out in Vegas, so. Um, you know, you can only assume that, that some great experience was, was pulled out of that for Tyler. And then, you know, Gabe, Gabe, uh, with team Nigeria, uh, yeah. you know, they, they, I'm sure, um, they aren't, uh, entirely thrilled with how their Olympic run ended, but at the same time, you know, they were there, uh, <laughs> they were there, they were, they were working hard. Um, they were playing against the league competition and, and, you know, um just being in those types of environments will make anyone better um and so you know just to look at the off scene that those two guys had Gabe Vincent and, and Tyler Hero uh it's very exciting and and like like I know I've used the word exciting a lot I'm just I'm, I'm hyped to see those two guys and the rest of the guys get out there on the floor and, and get after
1: it yeah definitely and it is the right it's the right word to use it's an exciting time it's just said uh, there's a. Uh, there's a lot, I think there's going to be a, a, a real bounce back, a real bit in his teeth for people like uh, Jimmy, especially, and Bam. Uh, Bam now coming back with a nice bit of uh, hardware for, with, his, uh, with his wonderful gold medal at the Olympics. Um, he's ready to take a leap now, earning his big money, as he's quite rightly deserved. With this new team, with this depth, people, as again, like even people like Max Struess, we saw him light up Summer League. Um, we're all we've hyped about yertseven and uh, and some of the other guys. I think that it's just, it's, you used it a lot. Exciting is definitely the word, and I think that's right. Before I let you go, one final question, Cedric. Um, And I know you've got to be a little bit careful with this, um, but your expectations personally this year, what's what's your sort of thoughts here? Do you think that this team is good enough to get back to the NBA Finals?
0: Well, you know, again, uh, you can only hope so. Um, It's so incredibly tough. One thing I've learned, um, you know, working in this industry, it's tough to make any type of predictions whatsoever, because like you said, Things can happen around the league, Um, you know, teams that everybody thought, um, you know, would be awesome. They can go through things and and teams that people thought weren't going to perform as well. They could, you know, you know, outshine expectations. So it's always so hard to go down that road. Um, You know, I I think, you know, in in the Eric Spolster mindset, you just got to take it one game at a time. Um, you yep. know, you got to take one game at a time, one one quarter at a time, one possession at a time. Get through these eighty-two games, see where the chips fall. Um, but you know, um, it, exciting additions to the roster this summer. So um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But yep. uh, just gotta just gotta keep putting the work in and, and see where it goes.
1: Absolutely, yeah, it is going to be intriguing. I think the East this year is uh, is going to be really fun. I think that that sort of top to that sort of top end and the rest of the group I think is really tightened up now. I think that it's going to be a really fun, really fun season. I think that was the one sort of maybe, criticism, but I think the one thing that we could say is that the, the West was a lot more deep But I don't necessarily see that now. I think the East is just as competitive. It's going to be a really, really fun season. Can't wait to get going. As you said, just 50 something days to go and it all starts again. And I can't wait for it, Cedric. Um, that was absolutely brilliant. I loved talking to you. Thank you so much for spending some time with me, talking about your sort of career and how your day-to-day works and sort of your, uh, your, your memories of, of Heat Nation, etc. Um, where can everybody find you, buddy, on on Twitter? If you want to give this out, that is, you've got the, you're very welcome not to.
0: Um, everybody can find me at Miami Heat. You, there you go. Keep, keep, <laughs> uh, keep sending uh, your thoughts there. Um, we see them. So uh, I, I'll just leave it at that. Like I say, I am I am incredibly incredibly um grateful I'm, I'm grateful for you all so are my colleagues um, I know the team is the organization uh we have you know some of the best fans in the world and and, and like I said you all are very supportive very vocal very loud um and and we truly do appreciate that and Dan I know we got to get you over to a game we had that we had that all set up and then uh you know the pandemic happened and it didn't work out, but we gotta we gotta get you over to FTX Arena and, and show you some love. You'll have a great time.
1: Oh, I cannot wait! I cannot wait. As I said, everything set up. You put on some very very inc- well, just like mind boggling sort of privileges for me. Something I was so excited for, and it was literally I think six days away, and then pandemic hit. Yeah, everything stopped, but. You know, good things come to those who wait. I cannot wait to get over again. Um, it's going to be a fantastic thing. So uh, we will meet one day, Cedric, I'm sure. Um, but thank you for everything you do on behalf of Heat Nation, uh, all you guys at Miami Heat.
0: Absolutely. And, and thank you all. I said it a million times already. i say it again. Thank you all so much. Your voices are always heard. Your voices are always appreciated. Um, and, and just keep bringing the noise and keep making us better at what we do. And we'll, we'll keep cranking out awesome good content for you because you all deserve it.
1: Awesome stuff. We will continue to do so this side of the pond. Don't worry about that. Right, guys, we will leave it there till uh, till next time. Um, hopefully, uh, maybe not next week, but the week after, we'll have another uh, another episode going. Obviously, once the season starts, we will be back to weekly. But uh, where we can, we've got some content running. We will be jumping on the pod. But um, as I said, please follow us at the Miami Hit UK. Get over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, Miami Hit UK TV. Until then, stay safe. We'll see you soon, guys.
0: You've been listening to Heating Up the UK. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to ensure you never miss a
1: show. Also, go give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by finding our page at the Miami Heat UK. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, Miami Heat UK TV for our latest shows and fun content.
0: That's your Miami Heat from across the pond. Covered. Covered. Thanks for listening.